Hello, welcome back to 141 Studio and our coverage of World Cup Groups A and B. This is part two and I am Nate, head editor. And now let's get back to whatever these two idiots are up to. I don't know, they don't pay me enough for these intros. Holla at your boys! Holla at your boys! Uh, yeah, so that's for you, Nate. I want you to have that and cherish mm. it. Oh, <laughs> Paul, that was that was adorable. <laughs> uh, so the question coming out of the break: Which team is going to have more possession, the United States or England? England, definitely. England, so definitely. You think yeah. definitely? Definitely, yeah. Because I think the United States is building a possession team at this point. Yes and no. I think uh, they when it, they play better teams, they don't play with possession. And if they have a team that's like similar to them, and I think Wales is very similar to them, even though the United States is probably a more talented team at this point, it'll be more balanced. England will dominate possession against a lot of these teams. You'll see England with like 65 to 70% possession against Wales and against Iran. I don't think the United States will do that. I think they'll do that against Iran, but they won't do it against Wales, unless Wales seeds possession away. But I don't know if that will be the case I in mean, that I think, game. I think Wales will. I think Wales is going to defend like hell and try and score on the counter. I think they're going to press high and try to score goals that way against the United States. I think right. they'll sit deep against England. Yeah. But I think they'll press high against the United States because I think they, they can see opportunity to break out from the back. So Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Also, uh, that high press against the United States is probably the best best strategy because at the back they can get a little sketchy they have given up quite a few goals to mexico by being sketchy at the back i think this is uh more down to like the personnel that they've had in some of those moments than it is anything else and i think they i think they're gonna have most of their center backs back for this tournament miles robinson will still be out okay he tore, he tore his ACL like six months ago. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking more of like their European center backs that they have out there. Like um, John John Brooks. John Brooks, I don't think, has a club team still. John Brooks is like kind of blacklisted from football right now. Whatever was going on with him looks like it was pretty bad. Like what, it, what are we talking about? Well, so nobody's like really sure, but he fell out of favor with his, uh, with his German club side and the United States dropped him like in the same summer and he He's kind of been radioactive. Like he's he's not on a team right now. He's not. He's still. He's not at Wolfsburg anymore. They sacked him. No. Yeah. He he w- no. They just didn't re-sign him, and nobody else swooped in to pick him up on a free. He's free right now. Last I knew, he was looking at like he was gonna go to a Spanish side, but they didn't pick up his contract or they didn't offer a contract. Mm-hmm. He might be playing somewhere in Portugal right now. Yeah, he's playing for Benfica. Yeah, but that happened in like the last two weeks. Like he's for whatever happened with John Brooks looks like it wasn't very good, and and nobody's really come out and said what it is. It might be he has a really bad attitude. It might be anything. We don't know, but it, it's pretty telling that nobody was like, yeah, we'll give him, you know, we'll give him a look. It, it took until you know the end of September or the beginning of September. Hmm. So needless to say, I don't think he's going to be on the bus to Qatar. Uh, well, well, we'll see. Actually, hold on. I, I just wanna I'm gonna look here for a second. Take a minute too. Yeah, but anyway, so I that's really the issue for the United States is at the back. And it's and not the goalkeepers necessarily because so it had been Miles Robinson who who was kind of their number one. He'd been playing well, and then uh, who's the other guy? George Long? No, Aaron Long. Aaron Long. Aaron yep. Long is the uh, the other center back. 
and they had a pretty good partnership. But Miles Robinson is hurt. Yeah, it's gonna be who? Cameron Carter Vickers. He's an American, technically. Yeah, he's a, he's an American. I he, thought he was um like a he's like a British American. He's capped by the United States. No, I know that, but I think isn't he like from? I I don't know the specifics. I do know that he is he's U.S. men's national team capped, uh, and he's playing very well for uh, Celtic. Yeah, he's been playing very well for Celtic under um, Postacoglu, who's yeah. really, really good uh, coach. In a lot of ways, he's been the key to how well they've been playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get Walker Zimmerman, who is like solid but not great. Yeah, Cameron Carter, Carter Vickers. It's just more of like uh, how much, like how big the jump will be. Yeah, from playing. Like, not to say that he probably plays in a really good team. Tim Ream, that's a guy actually right now that will probably start for them it's, in the World Cup because he's been really good for them. He's been really good at Fulham. Yeah, um, and he's he's played for the United States men's national team for a long time. Twelve years. Yeah, I saw him play against Spain like eleven years ago. Yeah, where they got absolutely rocked uh, by Spain, like five to nil or whatever i uh i'll never forget him staring down the uh him playing left back against mexico in that wasn't him was he the what you're talking about the one who was like playing on his height or whatever no that was miazga no 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 they put him in as a sub Oh, okay or no they didn't sub him out and it was like the 60th minute and they put on their tricky winger and tim reed was playing left left back and he's just getting cooked and it's like dude you're asking too much out of this 32 year old center back right now (laughs) i remember that yeah Yeah. that was at the uh the concacaf final right yeah denver yeah Yeah. it's like this is this is not good dude he needs to be switched out he's what 33 now yeah 34. I think he's 34. Oh, man. I mean, it's totally possible that he... um, He might be on the bus. He'll be on the bus. I don't think they have a choice. He'll definitely be on the bus. Yeah. Because... I would almost rather see Cameron Carter-Vickers. He'll be there, too. They'll both... I think they're both going to have to be there. How? So how desperate would the center backs have to be for Matt Miazga to get on the bus? Mm. It'd have to be pretty bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be 35. So Miazga... I mean, not Miazga... um, Tim Rimm will be 35 before the World Cup starts. Yeah. Which is sort of crazy because the fact that he's playing at Fulham in the Premier League and he's playing as well as he has. um, Is he still? He was their captain at one point. He is their captain right now. He's still their captain. Yeah, yeah. he's their club captain. Yeah. He's played for Fulham for like 12 years. Like he's been there a long time. He's been there like a very, yeah, he's been there a good long time. (laughs) I I mean, he's been a, yeah, he's been great. He's played all 46 games from last year in the uh, championship. So, yeah. And he's played all six games from this year in the Premier League. He's been really good in the uh, Premier League this year. And I don't think it's going to last all year, but he's been been good. Hey, if you have him, if he's great through the World Cup and you get to January and he's still good, like even for Fulham, Fulham's going to be so excited for that. Right. That's like something that they probably weren't expecting. Right. You're officially at anything you get out of him is gravy at 35 years old. Like, like this is all house money at this point. Like, I just wonder if he's going to play. Yeah, he's still technically a U.S. men's national team player. Yeah, he, he hasn't retired. I'm not sure. So I don't think he's on a lot of people's projections, but he's kind of one of those guys. I know they're going to bring Yedlin for veteran presence. 
they might also I mean he'll be good Reed. so he'll be good for uh in case Sergio Dest is hurt or something happens there he's a good Yeds has a lot of experience with like playing in some large games and fighting for his life I watched him a lot and he's he actually has learned to defend better you know like he he knows when to sit back he can sit back he yeah. worked he played for a really difficult team at Newcastle a team Se- that was just working yeah difficult where he teams. says he, he had to learn how to survive so yeah. he knows how to defend and that's a thing that dust hasn't really done yet dust is has not had to learn that like oh he'll wow, learn it now he'll this learn is cristiano it. ronaldo and it's i am alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think he's gonna learn that at ac milan because they're yeah. not gonna the ac milan are, are a far more conservative team than you realize they actually had the least amount of possession of all the champion teams and in, in europe last year they had maybe like 43 percent of the ball last year which is yeah. sort of a wild stat for a team that's won the title anyway and he went there so that yeah. should be interesting for him because he's going to have to defend more. I think that's a phenomenal move for him, by the way. That is that is just a... You know, I don't think it's a good move because I don't think Ace Milan have changed the way they played. With him? Oh, they're In just general, not going to... Because he's not going to have as much of the ball. He just gotta. He's gotta learn to be more efficient. I don't think that's a bad thing for a young young wingback. You have to learn how to defend. You have to pick your spots and make sure you put good balls in because you're not gonna get a lot of them. That's not bad. Yeah, you're not no necessarily wrong. Center midfield is another area for me where I'm like, I mean, they have players. They have like Yunus Musa and Tyler Adams and stuff. I just I think they just have to find the right mix of players there. I, I mean, the the easy thing to say is. Ah. The the mix is um Musa, McKenney, and Tyler Adams. And that's a pretty good like a pretty good midfield for at least mucking it up and getting the ball forward. They can kick it up to the wingers and then McKenney is a very good third man into the box. It's something. Mm-hmm. Tyler Adams does really well at blunting kind of quick progression by the opposing team. He's very good at staying in a position where he can threaten uh, most of your passing lanes. Mm-hmm. Probably his best ability, I would say, his best ability is he's he's a pretty heady football player in that regard. He can he can threaten right. progression forward, um, and he can slow you down a little bit. I think attacking wise too, the United States are going to be pretty solid. I think it's just finding the right center forward, the hot center forward. Whoever's scoring goals should be the nine. That's that's it. Whoever going into the World Cup is on a good run of form, you play him. I mean, Pepe went to the Netherlands. He's already started to play well there. I think that's a good step for him right now. Did he, he just get needs moved to... from Augsburg? He just he went on loan. Went on loan. So he went on loan to Groningen um, in the Netherlands to play. And he yeah. plays. So he's playing in the top division of the, the Netherlands. Yeah. And that's actually a good, right now, a good starting point for him. Because I think he needs to develop more, and going right to the Bundesliga, I think, was maybe a little too much for him. Well, so, and then Augsburg was playing well, and then sort they of— They almost got relegated. Right. It, so they ended up having to fight for their life. And having a young center forward that wasn't, like, scoring a million goals was not helping them not right. not get relegated, you know? So he just sort of lost out on playing time. Getting alone away is not bad. I think he's still in Augsburg's plans. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't—I mean, at this point— doesn't really matter. He just needs to play and score goals. Right. So. And then they have P. Falk, yep. who are Jordan Sabachu, who it's so funny. They like he doesn't want to be called that, so we call him P. Falk, mm-hmm. and he's been playing well at Union Berlin, and he could be a guy. He's been scoring goals there. Yeah, a very good Union Berlin. Yeah, they're always well. yeah they're there. They're right at the top, just yep. about. Yeah, it's just sort of amazing considering that. Um, <laughs> don't no, don't just let it be. It's fine. 
we we just uh, we're just encountering a, a spider here. It just kind of came down from the rafters. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> they freak me out, man. That's I don't. Fine. I don't like them. Don't come over here. I don't want you. It's fine. I anyway, don't want you. I love it. So anyway, <laughs> speaking of, back to the United States. Back. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, that is so wild. Just so you know, this is like the fourth or fifth spider that I've encountered in the last like twenty-four to forty-eight hours. That's fine. Just it's no. It's just weird. It's like it, like they've encountered me like coming into my. My right, spear just like dropping down. Yeah, just it's getting... like it's it's there's some weird. I've got I've got spider energy right you, you, now. Yeah, I guess. you get. I mean, I you are a goalkeeper. I got bit by a spider in in the shower the other day. And you and you were like, no, don't kill him. I was like, I mean, it's a spider. He's not going to be that harmful. It's it's just trying to find some something to eat. It's not just not me. It'll yeah. be okay. No, that's fine. It's also the divine feminine. If if we're getting into spiritual terms, I I can't believe we're going into this direction. That's fine. I think we should keep going. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, nah, we just did Fuck it. Spiders. We're it's, doing we're, spider we're, time. Yeah, we're going to have spider time since we just ran into a spider. Yeah. And we, 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 this is what podcasts do sometimes. Right. Um, so, if, so if he bites me. To explain why I do not you like spiders. Will be, you're the next Peter Parker and Martha will be the next Mary Jane. No. I swell up like three times my normal size and hallucinate. Even the little ones like I that? I don't know. Probably. It's no, all of them. they don't do that. No, they don't. That'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Your foot will be itchy like mine. No, I'm allergic. You're allergic to all spiders. I don't know. I'm allergic to some spiders. I don't know the specifics I mean, all, of it. We are all allergic to spider bites. Like it's a thing. Uh, yeah, my mine is. Maybe you had like a. Maybe you had like a got bit by like a spider that has got a lot of venom, like a powerful venom to it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that happens sometimes. Yeah, some wolf spider or something. I don't know, dude. Wolf spiders are dangerous. Yeah, all I'm That's saying. That's not a wolf spider. That's just a tiny little spider thing. Right? No, that's that was like, like I need a little. Spiders. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just like, I need a little bite to eat. Right, but I'm just saying, I was 10 years old. I weighed like 60 pounds. And you like, looked like 120. Soaking wet. No, I bit my knee and it was like the size of my chest. And then and then they were like, oh yeah, you're having an allergic reaction. That's not great. Here's Benadryl. Hey, guess what? Boy, howdy. I'm allergic to Benadryl. Benadryl's in a hallucinogenic. So I like kind of like tripped for a couple days. It was weird. I was seeing shit. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I guess I was pretty all right with it, but it was disconcerting for my mom who's told me the story. So like it's just uh, at that point I was like, you know what? Healthy distrust. We're going to we're going to yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're going to conquer that fear, Ryan. We just did in a way cuz like even though like we just did cuz you let that spider walk away. You didn't you didn't slam it. You didn't smash it to pieces. You let it walk away. Paul, I've been I've been staring over in that direction expecting him to come back and get me. <laughs> it's fine. It's walked away. It's not yeah, it doesn't he, think of you he, as a tasty morsel. He climbed up the board. It won't I watched it him will go. be exactly. He he will be fine. He's going to find another spot that like bugs will come and yeah. and find it. I just it's sort of fascinating. It's just sort of fascinating. It's just a weird thing because I've been like I've had many encounters with spiders over the last 48 hours and then I, I feel like there's something being told to me right now that I that I why am I even bringing this up? Um, it's therapy time it's with therapy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like things come up in your life, it, you know, you you have to take notice of it, and that's one Paul, of those things. Paul, how does the spider make you feel? This, <laughs> all I know is that the United States will probably score a lot of goals, but they're going to give up a lot too. 
Who who <laughs> would you describe? Would you describe Matt Turner as, as a spider? As as, as Spider Parker? Yeah. He's he's gonna be Spider Man. He's just gonna be like, there's a save. There's a save. I mean, he would be in that same line of New England Revolution Keepers um, that that could be, you know, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Because guess he, who guess who played for the Revolution? Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> Swear to God, Walter Sp- Zenga Wal- was Wal- a gold was a Italian goalkeeper. Yeah, and his nickname was a Spider-Man. Yeah, and he w- he became a manager in Italy for a little bit, and he did okay. But I remember him, and he was trying to keep his hair, but he was definitely going but bald. It, but it was going. It was uh, going, and he wore the hat instead, so he covered it up with the hat. But he was really, really good for the Revolution, from what I remember. That's he was one of my uh, goalkeeping heroes when I was a kid. Matt Turner looks like he could be six four Spider-Man. He's going to be the starting keeper for the men's national team. I think. Ah, uh, he's gonna be one of the better keepers at the World Cup. He could be. He could be. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that I think people are going to be surprised at how good he is. I think like the rest of the world would be like, "Wait, who is this guy?" Like yep. and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, typical American goalkeeper." Right, 18 saves. But uh, the thing is with Matt Turner is that he'll be great. He's going to be better at distribution than people realize. Like people yep. were like um he played on Thursday, last Thursday, um in the Europa League against um mm-hmm. Zurich. And he had one mistake right at the very beginning where he gave away possession, but he was also put under a lot of pressure by the defender, which wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and he but hasn't after that, in a while. Yeah, and he hadn't yeah. played in a little while, but he ended up being really good after that. And his mm-hmm. long his long field distribution is excellent. People don't realize like his his like sixty, seventy yard balls are really, really good. Yeah. And he's getting he is progressing in his short passing game. So they're gonna <laughs> be better. They're gonna. I. The thing is, is that it's really about the center backs and the yeah. defending. Can they defend consistently enough for long enough to win games? The United States is that going to happen? Uh, Can they defend on in in transition? Can the United States defend in transition? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And we have to come up with predictions for this. So Jedi Robinson got hurt the other day. Have we heard how Jedi, bad that like is? Anthony Robinson? Yeah. The ED wants you to call him Jedi. That's real. That I'm not making that up. That's what they okay. call him. Jedi Robinson. Jedi Robinson. Pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I mean I wonder if you want some, I guess as people That's some branding. I mean, yeah. It's just Anyway, I'm not <laughs> I, I guess I don't have I have nothing I have I don't know why I don't yeah, know why that would, bugs me but it he does. is speechless he is speechless that Anthony Robinson was like call me Jedi yeah I guess it should be it sounds it's a cool name yeah I just I just I don't know why that it, it's like weird to me but it shouldn't be because like people <laughs> want to be called like pilot inspector and things like that I mean he's just like. A professional football player that really likes Star Wars, or is it like a different thing? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe he just thinks he's a Jedi. I don't. I didn't ask. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's but cool. You know what? I'm when cool. I, like maybe maybe he uses. A, I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. We we need to talk to him about it. I yeah. want to ask a question. Why? We, um. Why did you you Why did you choose Jedi? Is it something? It might be something like really endearing, like his dad called him that, or his mom called him that, and that's what he wants to be called yeah. from now on. And maybe yeah. they, yeah, or so. maybe he just picked it up because he's uh, playing phenomenal. I don't. And they're like, hey, you get reflexes like one of them Jedi's, one of them space samurai. <laughs> it's like, and he's ooh, like, call me Jedi. Yeah, he's like, I like that. I'm keeping it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it could be that. Too. Maybe, I mean, he. So he's an English American. Yep. 
So maybe he's got part, like an English, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, part, yeah. Part of his like like feeling American was Star Wars, or yeah, maybe it's just the way he changes his name to to be more American. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't and, it doesn't really matter, doesn't? And honestly, what's more American than giving yourself what you think is a super cool nickname? It's very true. I, I think <laughs> it's like when because it's an I don't know if it's like the name he wants to be like that's his like he wants to. Be no, he didn't that. change his name. He right, just, right, right. Call me Jedi. Yeah, it's a very, it's a new American thing, by the way. It's like a new yeah. cultural American thing. Like there are a bunch of people that do that. And I guess back in the day, it was always it's always a thing. It's not like yeah. it's just people want to be identified as that. I, yeah. I I don't know why I'm making it such a big deal. I don't know. You were just like, why is he doing this? Because my dude likes the name Jedi. Yeah, I like a good the point. name Jedi. I guess I'm cool. I'm more confused. I I guess than anything else. And uh, I'm curious. I'm very curious about it. And I I'm I'm fascinated because it's such. Yeah. A, well, I think it's also because it's such an interesting name to choose. Right. You know, it's sort of I, fascinating. So it it makes sense in the con like context of like he's gonna use his force powers like to kick the ball and to <laughs> and to like be faster than everybody and my dude never gets tired oh, so I, I don't yeah. know if that's yeah it could be all of those things right he he runs more than everybody and he never misses games he's a machine he is a machine or a so, Jedi who is coming out of the group in the uh, in group B Iran and Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Iran and Wales. Ah, uh, no. I, I hope. And so this is... My lock is England. England will get enough points. It might be five, but that's enough points to make it out of the group, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then it. I want to say the United States, but I think it's going to be a fight. Wales are very good. Iran are very good. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to... Just what the United States can get out of their attackers. The United States should come out of the group. That's what I'll say. They Mm. should come out of it. And their defenders are going to be hit or miss, depending on who actually shows up at the World Cup. They're going to have a different different, uh, center-back pairing Mm -hmm. than they have had before. Right. Because their first choice and second choice guy, uh, their first choice guy is is hurt. Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to whether Christian Pulisic can be kind of that Landon Donovan-esque player that we've had in the past. Pulisic is probably the most talented player the United States has ever had. That's a conversation we can have. I would feel like there's an argument we can have because I think think Landon Donovan would have something to say about that. Well, yes, I'm sure he would. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure I, he's the guy I think of when I think of uh, who might be more talented than or Clint Dempsey. That that would be the guy. I um, think honestly, I think Landon Donovan is the better player. I like I've I've thought about this a lot because I used to be a Clint yep. Dempsey guy. Yep. But the reason why I say Landon Donovan might be the guy is because Landon Donovan had to break barriers that those other guys didn't have to do. Yeah, but he kind of failed at it though in a lot of ways. But he had to break. He you you he get, had someone to has to break the door down. Right, right, he, right. He right. had to. He someone had to break the door down. Right, and right. not to say that those first guys like those pioneers, but he was the one who had to essentially restart the whole process again. Yeah, and he is he is the guy who made the counterculture of soccer popular again. Like yeah. he was that guy, and and to me, there's something to be said about that. And he is. Consider he's just the co-leading goal scorer with Clint Dempsey. They are co-goal scorers of the U.S. men's national team. I just think, you know, he and he was, I, to me personally, he carried more responsibility for that national team than, than Clint Dempsey did. 
Not to say that Clint Dempsey wasn't an excellent player and oh, one of the best players of the thing, but you're talking about Captain America right now, you're you're disparaging Captain America's name. What Clint Dempsey? Yeah. Well, he, uh, Lennon Donovan also called Captain America too. Yeah, and and they also call Christian Pulisic. In fact, uh, and pretty much any great American player they call Captain, <laughs> America. Captain it's America. It's kind of boring. Anyway, right. but I I'm not saying, and this is not to disparage Christian Pulisic because I I do think. Ultimately, you are right. I think when his career is over, he will be the most decorated U.S. player, and he is technically because he's he, won a he's won a Champions won League. Won a Champions League. It's the and um, he's played in the the Champions yeah. League final. So scored it's a goal not in to the say final, didn't he? No, he didn't score. No, he, no they only won one nil. It wasn't him. It was uh, Thiago Silva, I think, who scored the goal. But anyway, he's he will he will be he is in a very important player for the future of the the game in America because it's an, a sign that they're developing more talent like him. Yeah. Because Gio Reyna is a freak. I was going to say, it, it's all a moot point. The most talented player in the pool is Gio Reyna, if he can stay healthy. And it's really a struggle right now for him. Right. He, There are very few players that come around in football at all that can hit the passes that Gio Reyna does. I wonder what will what will be his future. in the, Because if he can't stay healthy, it's it's all pointless. So. Yeah, and I... I think soccer has a th- – we're going to digress. Hey, uh, Paul and Ryan digress in three, two, one. Soccer has a young injury, young player injury crisis. I'm not exactly – because it's it's not just the United States players. They're, we all have a – well, they're all injury prone. It's like, yeah, but everyone under 24 is. And I'm not exactly sure why that is. It might be too many miles on their young bodies. Could be that. Could be they also play a game that's faster than it ever has ever been. Yep. And so, like when you're playing at a speed that is faster than than the game previous, it, yeah. it's going to have its toll. And I think I think we are specializing sports too early. Yeah, and I think that's also another issue. All of these kids should have played basketball, tennis, baseball. I played and a couple other sports. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's really important. You to know, do. diversified in elementary school through middle school. You know, right. Right, right, right. For so, who are the? You're, who are the? You said England and who else? I think it will be England and the United States. You Barring, think it will? Okay. Yeah, I think it will be. It, so here's how I'll put it: If the United States does not come out of the group, it is a disappointment. Ooh, I think, oh, man, this is a this is this group is tougher than people. This group is tougher to pick than people think because you you said Wales and Iran and that is that could actually be a possibility. It's not inconceivable. It's it, not it inconceivable. Could it could happen. It could be a thing that happens is like it, all of a sudden like Wales and Iran both win their first games against the US and England. And now the U.S. and England have to play each other, essentially, yep. to stay in the group. It, and they, they slug it out, and they play a 3-3 draw. Right. And then they're in more trouble. Right, and then yeah. they, they basically doom themselves. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that's the thing. In this group, it can be one nightmare. One mistake could be what prevents you from moving on. And, and all of these teams, I feel like, are going to know that going in. Who's the most important player in the group to you? The most important player in the group? So I have two ways to go for this. Okay. The most important player in the group. The player who has the most... How do I want to phrase this? So the most important player in the group is probably going to be Harry Maguire. We'll go We'll go defenders. Harry Maguire has to be good. If he's not England's... Like, if, if Harry Maguire is the guy who has the nightmare, England might not make it out of the group. That's my two cents. The other way I'll go is no one has more on their shoulders going into this World Cup than probably Christian Pulisic. 
I no, I think I don't. I think his club career in a lot of ways is going to. Well, you don't think Neymar has more on his shoulders right now? I mean, Neymar in a lot of ways, Neymar's already been successful. If Neymar doesn't have his back broken, then he's might have won. I I just mm, I don't think I think Neymar has more on his shoulders because I think he's yet to do the thing on his own. I think this this year means a lot to him. I think, and I think there's more on his shoulders because the thing is, Kristen Pulisic. They don't have to get it out of the group stages, and it'll be okay. For me, Neymar has to win a World Cup this year. So, so there's a huge difference, I think, between the, the expectations. And the thing is, is like, I mean, in the group, maybe you could say Pulisic has a bigger load on his shoulders than the, any other player in the group, and that is a big deal. But I think when it comes to just the World Cup, I think that it's it's like it's it's Neymar. I'm sorry, or I mean, or it's Messi. It's Neymar or right. Messi because this is Messi's last chance. And even Ronaldo, it's like really like one of those three guys because they all have this op- This may be the last opportunity for all so three of them. So all three of those players, their legacies are already secured. They Messi is still the greatest player of all time. Maybe Argentina or at least top two, right? It's the LeBron James thing. Okay, if you want to put a guy over him, that's cool, but he's not going any lower than second, right? And if he never wins one with Argentina, Argentina hasn't been managed super well. That's kind of what's held them back. Yes, but they he has had opportunities to win it, and he hasn't done it. And he's almost dragged him there. It's He's gotten to a final. He's I gotten think, to a semifinal. And like Neymar, even if Neymar wins a World Cup for Brazil, Neymar's always going to still be a little disappointing. I think if he wins a World Cup and he wins the Champions League this year, I think a lot of that stuff goes away. Because the thing is, is that there will be that part of his legacy where he was really great and didn't deliver all the time. But the thing is, is that he would have, he will have delivered at some point. And to me, that's, those things go away eventually. You go like, oh, well, he did win like two or three Champions Leagues and he did win a World Cup. And I can guarantee you the Brazilian fan base will. If Neymar wins a World Cup and he wins the Champions League. Neymar is still going to be one of the great players. He's never going to hit top 10 at this point. It's just, it's not. But he'll he'll be remembered as a legend no matter what. Right, but he already will be. He's, mm, already, he's already hit there. I don't think so. I, mean, I think he's a really, really good player right now. Like, really good player, but he's to me, he's not a legend. I think if he wins the World Cup and he wins the Champions League on his own, well, kind of on his own. It's not even his team anymore. It's Mbappe's. He's not, he won't get credit for that. It's like, it's like Kevin Durant. With the Golden State Warriors. But he was the one who started that whole thing, though. He was but the one who, like, started that whole Galactico era. And I think, you know, with Chris, Kylian Mbappe is just, like, uh, like the added fuel to that. He, he's the Parisian man. Neymar is the bus rider now. That's I'm telling you how it's going to be seen. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but still, I think <laughs> it's more, the, those three players, I think it's going to be more important. So, I think, the you, you know, when he's going to have more weight on his shoulders is four years from now. That, yeah. So will he, they'll be home. Mm-hmm. He'll be twenty. What? He'll be twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Yeah. It, he'll be in It'll, his prime. Yeah. That's gonna be like you better deliver or else. My argument is that you're talking about players that are looking at their all-time legacy. We're ta- my argument is that Pulisic is looking at staying at a top club, and I think that's I think that's what he has on the line. He's going from hey, this kid is great to he's good, right? And I think that's a bigger drop than going from like or a a bigger rise, a bigger fall. I think it's more pressure than hey, you're one of the greatest of all time. You just didn't do this one thing. 
I think right now, though, with regards to like American legacy, mm-hmm. like the fact that he has already been to those places has already cemented that for me. Uh, he's already played at Dortmund. He's already started at Dortmund. He's like right. paved a way for other American players to be there. And same thing with that Chelsea. Like he's playing at a top, uh, top, top, top club in the world. I think he's already cemented that. I think that's already there. And the thing is, what will really matter is four years from now. Like the development from this point to four years from now. And if, let's say they don't make it out of the group stage, which is totally a possibility, the next four years, it's after the World Cup that will matter more. It's not the World Cup itself. Because I think this U.S. team is not there yet. I don't think they're getting out of the group. I can't believe I'm saying that right now as an American mm-hmm. as an American, an American fan, someone who does follow the United States national mm-hmm. team. I think it will be Wales and England that will leave the group. And I think it's because the United States aren't savvy enough yet to deal with the clubs that they're going to, or the, the teams that they will play in the group. And so, and, I, and it's not to say that they won't play well, because I do think they're going to play well. I think they're going to have one of these games that they're going to be like, everyone's going to be like, wow, oh, this is the United States. And then they'll have games you're like, oh, oh, well, that is the United States. Yeah. Like, mm, disappointing. As usual. So I guess my my argument to, to just finish up with uh, with Pulisic is four years from now, when Pulisic's legacy is on the line, if he has a bad World Cup, he might be playing in MLS. And that's what he has on the line. Well, I mean, but the, the thing is, is it's not now. That's what I'm saying. It's not now. It's four years from now. I, that's why I think the legacy is more important. Because it's not now. Because he's still going to be in Europe four years from now. He's not. He's too good not to be in Europe four years from now. So wasn't Landon Donovan, right? Yeah, but it's he won't go to MLS. The thing is, is like Landon wanted to come back home because Landon was homesick. Like that's not the same issue for Chris and Pulisic. Like Landon had a love for California and mm-hmm. the beach that he was never going to get elsewhere, and only took till he was in his thirties to really like want to do that thing. He had to develop, he had to mature. But but I think Pulisic is different. He's got I, there is something different about Pulisic in that sense. Who made an offer? for Christian Pulisic in this transfer window. There was Manchester United. I don't think they made a real offer. But Otherwise, they did. he would have moved. Yeah, no, I mean, they did. They made a real offer. But they oh. Chelsea didn't... Todd Bowley is an American owner. Yeah. And he didn't want him to go because the thing is is that he knew that he was getting rid of... Yeah, Tuchel, Tuchel was on his way out. He was yeah, already was, on his way yeah. out because from what I was hearing is that when they signed Cucurella in August, they mm-hmm. Cucu, they had asked Cucurella about um, Graham Potter and like yeah. what he was like. Oh, they were already kind of like, they hey, already this did guy it. They seems, already knew it. Yeah. Yeah, so that, okay. that was already on the, the board. So I think... That that all of that talk with Pulisic, yep. I guarantee you there was a real offer in place because for a loan or something because United was, were desperate to find players. Yeah. I just think that situation is looking dire. And that's not me being it's a not, doomer. The I, thing I, is, I is that he think he's going to go somewhere else. I think he's going to – he could go to Spain. He could go to Italy. I think all of those things are in place. Like Juventus have been looking at him. Like it, those big – he'll go to like a big club in Europe again. Because the thing is, is like teams see how he plays at Chelsea and they're going to go. He plays for us and we give him the time and space on the ball. He's going to create, he's going to do everything for us. So it's like I said, it's not now, it's four years from now. It's not now. I This is not the U.S.'s time. I know that people want oh, it to no, be yeah, that no, time. No, they're not. They might make it to the round of 16, maybe. I think if they're very fortunate, they can make it to the eight. Yeah. If they And the thing is, is that it's totally possible. They could beat a team like the Netherlands. They could be right. England. They could be Wales. They could be Senegal. They could be any of those teams. They, I mean, they borderline can beat anyone, anyone on the right day. But, I but think they're not consistently going to do it. They struggle against El Salvador. They struggle against Guatemala. And it's not to, it, this is not 
to say like that that can happen on their day. Like you go to Guatemala in a weird night and things can be weird. But uh, con- Concacaf is going to Concacaf, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, is that there's also a side of them that does exist. Yeah, they they struggle against Jamaica at home. There's they're they're they have that in them sometimes, even with their best players. And so, yeah, I think to me the most important player in the group. I think right now, off the top of my head, of what I was, what I'm thinking is, <laughs> I can't believe I want to say, it's either Aaron Ramsey or it's it's Aaron Ramsey, Dan James, or it's Eunice Musa or Tyler Adams. The thing is, if the U.S. makes it out of the group, it's because the central midfielder midfielder group are playing really well. And in protecting that good. defenders, it's it's up to those guys. No, but yeah. it's like legit. They have to play well. They have to play yeah. really well. Tyler Adams has to be a defensive beast to cover up those center backs. If if the United States moves out of the group, someone will have taken taken a leap. Yeah, someone in that midfield. Like Tyler league. Adams has to go to the next level, in my yeah. opinion. And, and he's and then, been really good at leads. Yeah, he's been very good, and maybe this will be like right now. This is like exactly what he needs. He's playing a lot. He's playing in a system he understands. And Jesse Marsh and Bre- Greg Berhalter play similar type systems. They're not yeah. completely similar, but there's some there's some correlation to they're, them. They're in the same kind of family tree. Yeah. yeah. So and then there's Aaron Ramsey is important because he plays in the center of the park for Wales, and he plays better for Wales than he does for his club team. He's another one of those guys. Yeah. That is just better there. Uh, I would say, with the exception of being at Arsenal for a couple, two or three years where he was just out of his mind good. But I will say that the reason why he's important is because he is the other piece to that Gareth Bale puzzle. Like, he is a real threat and he sees the field and he can control games in the midfield. And if he has one of his games, they the Wales are going to win more than they lose, which is really a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. I mean, goalkeeper at Wales is kind of an issue. Like they they don't have like a terribly strong goalkeeping group, mm-hmm. so that could do them in in the end. But the reason, the other reason why I say Dan James is because if Dan James has a shooting boots on, they're making it out of the group. Yeah, they're going to cause an upset. They're going to cause a big upset against someone. They could beat England. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's totally a possibility that it, the thing is, is this group, like Ryan said, could be Iran and Wales. Right. It could be. It it can come down to one couple bad of moments. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. You're done. Yeah. I think we're going to pause for Group C and D until uh, next week. We we ran long on so many things. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of went all over the place and we talked about spiders and we uh, talked about nationalism weirdly. Uh, it, it, that might have been cut. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, had our first disagreement on the pod in a in a pleasant way. It was yeah, a it was disagreement. It was a good conversation. Yeah, I I guess that's it. That's A and B. Did you chose Wales, right? I chose Wales and Wales. Chose and Wales and England. I know. I I feel very. I feel. I don't feel great about that. But I feel this is one of those things for me. This is more about what I see. Mm-hmm. And every time Wales has had their back against the wall, they've delivered for the most part. And I'm not sure the United States has had that yet. I mean, they've they've had a good year, but I it's don't tough. know. It's tough. It's only it's really weird because I feel like when they play against other teams other than Mexico, when they're back against the wall, they really struggle. Yeah, uh, and there is a certain kind of team that they struggle with, namely Canada. And, and guess I, what Canada does? Yeah, well, there's two of those teams in this group, aren't there? <laughs> well, guess what Canada does? They sit back, defend, and they counter like a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Wales and Iran are uh, that. 
It's like you almost wish you could play Canada three times before the World Cup starts. I call them up. <laughs> I think they already have their group teams yeah. that they're going to play before uh, the World they Cup. They play somebody decent. They play Ghana, I think. Yeah, Ghana. And I think one other team. Just, I think it's Ghana. I can't remember. It doesn't. It's not that important. But um, like I said, I would. I'm going to be ecstatic if the United States make it out of the group because I think it will be. I guess one of those things. If they make it out of this group, they have a chance to go deep in this tournament because it, this is a tougher group than people want to make. It. I would say it's the the deepest group. Mm, uh, there's there's four. What teams about that... the Germany group? Is that that that's a crazy deep group, right? I got this. I got it right here. I wrote it down. Germany the... has. There's one group that I think is a little deeper than this. Germany has Spain, Costa Rica, and Japan. That's a, that's a deeper group in my I, opinion. I think that's Costa Rica and Japan are pretty are on the same level as like Wales, and I guess you would be arguing that Spain is better than the second best team. Definitely, and, and I think no, Japan is a better team than Iran or Wales. I think I think if you or they they're like just over them. Like it, like they could either team could win, but I think Japan I'd, is a. I'd put them in the team. same bracket. I'd, I mean, honestly, the United States is barely. And Costa Rica is Iran. Yeah, yeah, Costa Rica is basically exactly Iran. I wouldn't say exactly Iran, but they're they're definitely of that ilk. And I, yeah. you know, like like yeah, I just think that's a that's a slight like those top teams are better. Yeah, like Germany and Spain are better. Germany and Spain are world powerhouses. They're part of the power yeah, nine. They're yeah. I mean, in the United States, is not that right. So. Um, we're in the not teens. yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, yes. Yay, teens. Uh, yeah, we're in our we're in our angsty teens. Yeah. Check us out. And and so we're gonna be so very rebellious. Many ways. <laughs> uh, well, until next time, this has been one four one studio. I'm Ryan Whiting, and this is Paul Cushing. And thank you for being with us. Yes, thank you very much. And hopefully, we'll have more talk about spiders in the future. I certainly hope not. <laughs> Farewell. Group C and D next time. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bye. 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 No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> Bye. Cool. Oh, God. We are all over the place. Best of luck to the editor. It's still recording.